Hey, John Lim here. We're moving forward with episode 374, continuing on our writer series, uh, part of the writing community, hashtag, if you will, on moving forward. I'm really excited to have Sheila Young. We had some tech difficulties uh, trying to set this up. Uh, <laughs> and and we, we started on Zoom, but now we're on Skype, which is which is actually my, my, my go-to for a lot of this. But uh, Sheila, thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Likewise, I, I'm really excited to have you. I know that we've interacted a little bit on Twitter, yes. uh, but I want you to introduce yourself to, to Moving Forward listeners. So tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do, and where you're located. Okay, uh, I'm Sheila Young. I am located in southern Ontario in a town called Dundas, just west of Toronto. Oh, so wow. 45 minutes west. Very picturesque, quaint town. I've got to do the plug there. Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> I actually feature it in my book. That's how uh, much I love my hometown. Oh, that's great. Uh, you know, as the pandemic started rolling, I decided I needed to do something to get myself out of my head and I decided to write a book because oh. a lot of things were you know a little heavy at yeah. the time still are still oh, are absolutely but, uh, it was my method of coping at the time I think just to let it out and add a little humor entertainment factor to it so uh yeah I'm a mom I have three kids who are all in university um so that has kept me busy throughout the wow. years um husband who travels a lot so yeah, it's uh, it's been good. You know, I did the usual stuff, went to university and, you know. But uh, yeah, I'm excited about this because I knew not much about the self-publishing Okay, so we can talk app. about that. I'm excited to uh, yeah. talk a little bit about your, your journey. So uh, tell us a little bit about your book. Okay, Mac is uh, women's action and adventure. Okay. So the readers so far have compared it to... Uh, the A-Team meets James Bond meets oh, wow. Charles. So there's a lot going on. It's a roller coaster, but uh, it was important for me to have a strong female lead, mm -hmm. you know? So she is, her name's Mac, uh, comes from a quirky family. Um, they're a group of vigilantes. So there's oh, a little okay. bit of a naughty aspect to it in the sense that they're doing things they're not supposed to be doing, but for the greater good, yeah. right? So... And at the time, there was so much going on when I wrote it, you know, the bigotry, the racism, all of that. So I took aim at that. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, let's, I mean, that's exciting. I mean, uh, so yeah. when did you, I mean, you, you talked earlier about writing it during the pandemic. I mean, is this something that has been one of your goals for a long time or did this come to you uh, more recently? I've always played around with writing. I have written articles for our local newspaper. Okay. Um you know, and for entertainment purposes for friends using real names, which could get me in real trouble. <laughs> so I stayed away from that. I shied away. I shied away from that. It's all fiction. Trust me on this. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, it was a uh, it was just something I I knew I had a book in me. Let's put it that way. OK, I, I, I've always known I've had one in me. So out it came. It came out quickly too, quite quickly. The editing takes a long time. Right. The editing, right. The editing is a process, but uh, yeah, like I said, it was a lot of research after I finished it about okay. the, the self-publishing. Twitter helped. The Twitter community oh, yeah. is. Yeah, the writing the community. Writing community yeah. It's 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 so supportive over there. It really well, is. Well, let's so. let's talk about this a little bit. So, is this a story that you've been wanting to tell? You talked a little bit about the character and the motivations. Uh, did you conceive of this character? Was this a character that's been with you for a long time? Or uh, what was the story behind all of that? 
There, you know, there's, it, it, it just, it was very organic. It came out of me very quickly. Uh, I, like I said, I knew I wanted to make it a strong female lead. I wanted to be inclusive too. There's, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of representation throughout. Uh, have I always had it in me, this specific story? No, I was surprised where it went. You okay. know, I, I, I had no idea. I, they say they, they, they call them pantsers, the ones who just fly by the seat of their pants as they write. You know, okay. you either I've, have I've that. seen that term. Can, can you, yeah. for our listeners who may not be familiar with it, can you define what that term is? You literally have no idea where your story is going. Oh, you do not outline it. You, okay. you just go for it. Um, and it surprises you as much as the reader as you go along and write it. Wow. You know, it, you, you don't have any real aim as to where the the plot is going to go you just go for it whereas there are the writers who outline right and right carefully each chapter refine it before they even begin so so where did you so you've written articles before so obviously you do quite a bit of writing uh writing a novel uh is such a i mean i think for so many people it's just you know it, it's such a a big concept to write a novel uh, so where did you begin uh, where did you start I literally sat at the dining room table with my laptop and I just watched a news report uh, about what was going on in the States specifically, a lot okay. of the racist protests and everything. And you, you start getting a little helpless. You know, what can you do? I know I'm very good at dialogue. You know, I'm very good at writing dialogue. It's very realistic. Um, you can hear the characters' voices quite easily. So I just started going at it that way. and And then it just you know, developed along Took a the life way. of its own. It I, really did. I'm yeah. so curious. How did you integrate the writing into your life? Because obviously you, you do a lot outside of writing. So how did you find the, the right balance for all of that? This is where the comedy came in, John. <laughs> Sincerely. When you have a family and a large dog, um, you, you get interrupted. <laughs> I literally had... I'm not kidding. I had about a thousand words left to write in the book. I knew I could finish it within okay. the hour. And I made the statement out in the kitchen. Just give me, give me an hour and I've got this. Ah, right. Okay. And I should have set up a camera <laughs> because I can't tell you how many times people came in. Within was it the longest book. hour? <laughs> it was the longest hour. It took four. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But that's, that's the challenge. Those are the challenges, you know, Did you... and everyone's home because of the pandemic too. Did so you... it's, um, set aside a specific schedule to write? Did you find that uh, there were certain times of the day that worked better for you? I'm, I'm really curious uh, what the process was, the actual process was like for you. Well, I'm finding right now, because I'm working on the sequel, it's oh, when, okay. it's really when the, the spirit moves you. Okay. You know, it's really when you you have the story coming out of you and you know, you've got words, you'll see people get writer's block where nothing is coming. You're, right, right. you're having a rough go. Um, so it's really when, when it's flying out of you, you got to sit down and take your moments and it is tricky. It's hard because it's, yeah. it's a heavy time right now too. So you're not always in the best of places to, uh, pull out comedy, let's say, or entertainment, which is what I, I aim for a bit at this time. Okay. Um, yeah, you just, you do. You just got to pick your moments. You've got to find the time. Sometimes it's in the middle of the night, you know, when you have that sure. eureka moment. So, yeah. <laughs> it's it, not always uh, when it's convenient, right? It's just... Exactly. It so, Sheila, I, I, I would love to know, uh, so how long did it take you to to write that first draft? 
The first draft, if I were to take away, okay, it technically took seven months, but if I were to take away the stops and starts that I had throughout, I would say if I had sat down, it would probably take a total of three months to write 75. I, would say, I mean, seven months is pretty impressive with the, I mean, I'm more interested in the starts and stops because it, yeah. as, as one of my guests said, no one writes in a bubble these days. So no. you're writing with life happening around you. I think seven months is pretty impressive. I mean, it so is. I, I, so, you know, and one of the things I want to learn from you is what was the biggest challenge you had? Were, were there times where you, you got the writer's block or were there times where you felt like, gosh, am I, am I going to be able to finish this? I, I would love to hear what were some of the, the more challenging moments during this process. <laughs> Where I stopped dead, where I, I sincerely stopped writing, I was probably halfway through. That's when uh, I was watching the news for January 6th okay. from here because we were watching all the live coverage here in Canada, you know, and it was just some of the news reports that happen. It stops you in your tracks, mm -hmm. you know, really where just life happens, where it takes you away from what you were writing, rightfully so, you know, because sometimes you have to focus on what's important at the time. Um, but you know, again, I use this as a form of escape to, right, right. you know, get away from it at times. It took me a while, um, just because it's, it's disheartening to sure. see a lot of things that have been going on and you, you have to have to be in the right headspace really. Right. Um, and here there's a lot going on in Canada right now. Mm -hmm. Right. So again, it's a little pause for me, you know, Did where it's. Did you yeah. find that you just had to take a break from the writing or did you find yourself re-engaging because it was such a good way to, you know, have something to focus on uh, during a difficult time? A bit of both, a okay. bit of both, a bit of both. I have to have that pause, you know, because I do want to see what's going on and try to understand it and mm -hmm. see, Try you do, you try to see both sides, you know, see what's going on to have triggered it. Um, but it's hard. It's hard to get yourself away from what's going on in the real world sometimes, you know? Right. But again, it does provide the escape once you do focus in and uh, buckle down. Did you find it hard to re-engage, to pick up? Because I know that sometimes when you're working on a long-form project and you take a break, sometimes, you know, if, if it's a day and that day becomes two days, that becomes a week it feels like you're disconnected from it. Did you have uh, any challenges reconnecting with it or did you find that you could just pick up from where you left off? Sometimes I could pick up where I left off, but sometimes you could definitely see where I, it's almost like a, a stutter stutter in the middle right. of the chapter. You could, you could see it. So that's the stuff I went back and fixed, you know, uh, round two, second draft. But there were moments where I lost the flow because I stopped for whatever reason, you know? Um, sure. And you see it, you do see it when you read it back. Um, but that's what uh, the editing is for, the good times of editing. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about the past the first draft. Did you uh, intend that uh, you wanted to self-publish this or did you think about what which avenue I wanna to take to get this book out there? I had, um, my one sister was a CEO of a public library system here. Okay. And I also have another sister who is a voracious reader. She uh -huh. reads. Two great and, resources. <laughs> yes, very much so. So I was very much in their ears saying, what do you think? Do you think I should put this out? And uh, they were, oh, definitely, you know, people will enjoy this. And so 
to me, it was a no brainer to go self-publishing. Really? Okay. Yeah. Because, uh, if I were to psychologically analyze myself, <laughs> it's because you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. You right. know, you really don't. So, uh, the faster I could get it out, you know, at least it's out. I had no idea how difficult traditional publishing was to actually access, I you know, they're... never mind. I think they're both difficult. They both come with very unique challenges. Um, they you know, do. Yeah. They do. They do. But I, my uh, what I was woefully oblivious of was how difficult it is even just to get a literary agent. Right. right. You know, to make the queries for that. I see it happening on Twitter. It's it's quite a process. You yeah. need a thick skin, you know, at times for all the rejections you get. Right. Mm-hmm. Um and but you celebrate the ones who get in you know it right. is a absolutely it, i i mean that's one thing that i've discovered is that the writing community is is largely very supportive on twitter which is which is a positive thing so in terms of the self publishing route that is i mean that is that has its own challenges oh yes what were is. some of the the challenges that you faced uh going down that route i mean was it a big learning curve for you was this something that uh, were you able to draw on um, advice? What what kind of helped you through that process and learn it? I'm still in the process, to be honest okay. with you, you know, because it's all about marketing after right. you, you know, and a lot of people, it's, it's uncomfortable to promote yourself. Right. You know, I, I don't know anyone who is, you know, really great at it. Mm-hmm. You know, you, it causes you to pause. Um, you know, so that's a learning curve. Whether you're TikTok is another whole beast over there. <laughs> it, it it's is. one that I haven't gone near yet, but I know no, a lot of you. I know a lot of writers are on there, and a lot of uh, just people in general. But uh, yeah. So so did you find that to be the biggest challenge of the self publish route was the mm-hmm. was the marketing Pro- piece promotion and marketing absolutely yeah. because uh, it is it's tricky you're you're uh, you're promoting yourself and your your creation and I I could promote you till the end of my life no problem but when it comes to me it, it's it's tricky it, it really right. is it takes a little yeah. it takes a little bit of a getting used to I mean because yeah we're, <laughs> we're not most of us are not accustomed to doing that so it's, no, it's a little bit of a no, shift it's, what what would you say for for our listeners many of whom may be thinking about writing a book or it might be I mean because writing a book is for many people one of their big life you know, bucket goals, you know? So what is your advice to someone who's thinking about writing a book or has that desire or or really wants to explore this as an avenue? You've got to put, uh, you know, metaphorically pen to paper. You've got to sit down and just start writing. You know, it's uh, once you, once you actually start going, it develops, it happens, right? There are those who are perfectionists who will be there forever writing their first draft. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to be wary of that a bit. You have to, you know, eventually, you know, like your child, let it go, right? Talk, talk about that a little bit because that is something that I think is that syndrome of getting it perfect, that that first book especially. Was that something that you had to overcome or is that something that you knew going in, uh, you know, it's it's a syndrome that I'm not going to let it hold me back. Thankfully, I'm not hardwired in the perfectionist category. Okay. <laughs> so 
I'm very fortunate in that department. I kind of embrace my imperfections. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know a lot of writers are are in that mode where they're not even at the point of querying when their book is probably a masterpiece already. Right. You know, you got to be very careful with that. Uh, and a lot of people, as they call it on Twitter, the imposter syndrome. Right, where, sure, sure. I mean, know, that, that all goes back to promoting yourself, too. You know, yes, the, it does. It really you can does. Get in you your just, head. So what advice do you have for someone who might be struggling with that, with the idea that I gotta, I've been at this draft for how many months or years because I feel like it's just not good enough? You know what? I watched an interview with John Grisham and Stephen King. They mm-hmm. were at, I, I want to say, a town hall or something okay. type thing. You know, and they even were joking about the literary, the the upper crust of the literary echelons who, you know, wouldn't give them the time of day, you know, and there's always going to be different levels. There's always going to be different tastes for different people. There will be people who do not like your book, sure. you know, sure. you just have to factor that in and, and brazen it out and just just get it out there because someone will want to read your book. Someone yeah. wants to read your book. You know, I can yeah. guarantee you someone will like your book, right? Absolutely. So, I, and that's yeah. the exciting part. I mean, that you know, a story that you have to tell that you, Sheila, uh, wanted to tell. There are people who want to read it. Sheila, talk about, uh, I, and I'd love for you to share with our listeners two things. Uh, can you share some advice you have on going the self-published route? What tips or resources did you find super helpful in navigating that whole process? You know, the internet, um, (laughs) the Twitter community, uh, writing community is fantastic. And everyone's there to support and to help, you know, you you put yourself out there. um, And it's very step by step to actually get it out. You know, it's the promotional stuff that comes with a bit of work. Yeah, but uh, very easy to actually hit that self-publish button when you once you have it edited and the cover mm-hmm. and 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 all of that but uh it's not difficult but it is work right yeah, it, right i know? think that's that's that i think you just summed it up perfectly it's the steps are accessible but it is work that you have to put into it yes and and continuous work it's uh you know, various steps that you continue to make, even after it's published, you know, you've got to continue to try to get it, get it out there. And it helps to also write more, The you know, the bigger your catalog. Well, that's what I want to ask you. Uh, do you now that you're working on a second book, are you finding the process easier than the first one? Yes, I am. Okay. You know, specifically because I know the characters, a lot of the same characters right. are, are, are in there. I know them, you know, but uh, I know what, I'm up against at the end. <laughs> right, know? right. And also you, you, you've you navigated the the life part, you know, writing yeah. while, while very busy. Uh, and, yes. and I'd like for you to share with our listeners, since you've gone through the process, since you've written a book, you're working on your next one, do you have any tips on, uh, you talked about the marketing piece. What advice do you have for our listeners who may go the self-published route and will have to take on a lot of that uh, on their on their shoulders, the the marketing piece. Do you, have you found something that has been particularly useful or helpful to you? Um, I find when you make the right connections in the writing community, uh, they are there who have done it before. And I'm still learning. I'm yeah. still learning. There are people whose job it is to promote your book, where they have, you know, the indie bookstore where you can go and put your book up. And, you know, there are avenues you can take in that route. Some people do the Amazon ads. Mm-hmm. Some, some people do 
book bub, you know, um, all of these promotional things that come up along the way, Facebook ads. Sure. Again, they're a crapshoot, though, because some people do not have any success with that. So it's a formula that you have to try to finagle yourself, really. You know, I like what you're sharing that there are so many different avenues and tools, whether it's online or or retail. And everyone kind of has to do a little bit of experimentation. It sounds like you got to find kind of what works with your your audience and your book. You really do. You really do. And you have to remember you're aiming for your readers because I think that's the downfall of a lot of writers. They're so involved in the writing community. They're aim, aiming it at the writers. As opposed to the readers. I, yeah. I like that. So yeah. that's something to watch out for too. You're looking for the readers, not not necessarily the uh, the writers. So well, she, Sheila, this is such a great conversation. I, I really appreciate everything you're sharing. Uh, for our listeners, what is the name of your book and where can they find it? The name of my book is Mac, M-A-C. That's her name. Uh, and uh, it's located on Amazon. You can find it there under Sheila E. Young. Awesome. And you're working on the sequel. So when can uh, listeners and, and fans of yours expect the uh, the sequel? This year. It's awesome. Going to- wow. So, yeah, this year sometime. Absolutely. And, wh- and also, where can our listeners find you? Uh, okay. I'm on uh, Twitter a lot, probably the most, at uh, Sheila E. Young 1. And then Instagram, Sheila E. Young, uh, TikTok. Oh, and don't, don't look too closely at that. <laughs> Sheila E. Young on that as well. Uh, And I also have a website at uh, SheilaEYoung.com. So, yeah. And and we're going to have all of that linked in the write-up. Sheila, I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule today to join me for this series. I really enjoyed this conversation and learning more about you and your book and your writing process. Thank you for having me. It was great to hear your voice. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. We Sheila and I had some uh, some tech issues with Zoom earlier, so so we're actually doing this on Skype. But uh, and and your daughter uh, was a huge yeah. help in in getting My over that hurdle. Support. So yeah, yeah, you've got a great team around you, is what I can say. You've got a support network there. But uh, and moving forward, listeners, this is part of our writing community series, our writing series, and my goal is that I want you to learn from all of these authors like Sheila. So again, you can catch the videos on our social media. You can catch the audio version of the episode every Thursday. And again, Sheila, thank you so much for your time. Thank you, John. I appreciate it. You can find the write-up for today's episode at bemovingforward.com. The views expressed by any featured guests are not necessarily those of the host, the program, or affiliates. Moving Forward is produced by John Lim, bemovingforward.com. All rights reserved.